0: to another edition of the Talking Metal Podcast, Mark Skugel, joining you from my home in Maplewood, New Jersey. Just felt like kind of doing a uh, podcast here. Wasn't really planning on it. I'm off from work today. My son had surgery. My youngest son had surgery this morning on his eye, which was, uh, really stressful, man, at least for me. And, uh, was actually, you know, I really felt like doing a Mark Striegel Show podcast, but as we know, that feed is dead. And I kind of just felt like, you know, getting on, uh, on the podcast waves here and just talking. But being that uh, I don't really have that format available to me anymore, uh, let's do a Talking Metal podcast instead. Talking Metal, still something I love doing. Wish I could find out a way to make it profitable. Uh, That hasn't happened. Some of you guys have helped us out with expenses by making the PayPal donations. And we appreciate that. Keep them coming. So many ways to donate. You can use the Amazon link. Just go to TalkingMetal.com. In today's show notes, you will see our Amazon link. What happens is you click through our site using that Amazon link and you make the purchase you were going to make anyways on Amazon. It is the same exact price as it would have been if you would not have clicked through our link. And uh, basically they give us a little cut just for directing traffic to Amazon. It's a great deal. If you're a podcaster or a blogger, something to uh, definitely look into. it's, um, It's great. And I know these guys like Adam Carolla and, some of these bigger pendulettes, some of these bigger podcasting guys, they make a killing with those Amazon links. We don't make a killing with ours, but <laughs> we're, we're getting close. I just checked the, the balance, and, and when our account hits $100, they send us a check. So we're almost there, guys. So I need a few more purchase, purchases, talking metal purchases. Just heard some bang. we are not making a killing but we are we're doing okay. You guys have spent a lot of money on Amazon using those talking metal links. I don't even know what the percentage it is that I get. I don't know. It's like 3, 4, 5% or something like that. But um listen, we're almost at $100 and that's when they cut the check. So I will get a check for $100 once we reach that balance. And again, we're almost there, so I need Oh, if a half a dozen of you guys, probably, I mean, depending on how much you buy, even probably three or four of you made a purchase using the Talking Metal Amazon link, it would probably put us over the $100 limit. Mr. Mark Striegel would get a nice $100 check, and I would love that. The other ways you can support, if you just want to go right, go right to the, uh, you know, just give away your money to Mark Striegel and Talking Metal, just go to the PayPal donation button on talkingmetal.com and of course there are the talking metal t-shirts Been thinking a lot about Led Zeppelin recently. They've been in the press quite a bit with this new DVD that's coming out of their 2007 performance. And it includes of course Robert Plant, Jimmy Page, John Paul Jones, And John Bonham's son, Jason Bonham, who we know from many different bands, uh, us metalhead, us hard rock guys. You know, he's played, of course, with Bonham, UFO. He played with that band from Healing Sixes, I think they were, from Indiana. He's played with Glenn Hughes. He's played with all sorts of people. And he's an excellent drummer. But of course, what most of of America knows him as is not I'm not America. Most of the world knows him as the the son of John Bonham, the great drummer of Led Zeppelin. So, anyways, he is he is playing drums on this 2007 concert from from London that is now finally five years later going to be released on DVD. And from the little clips I've heard on YouTube and stuff, he sounds great. I actually. Will be talking with Jason in person in New Jersey in November. Uh, Not sure if it's going to be a talking metal interview. It very well may be, but I am definitely, absolutely talking to him before, maybe after, but I think before his show in Montclair, New Jersey, Uh, he's doing his Led Zeppelin tribute show in Montclair. New Jersey. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. I'm looking forward to talking with him. I did just watch the press conference that the three other guys, John Paul Jones, Robert Plant, and Jimmy Page, gave, I believe, in London or in England somewhere about a week ago. They are going to be doing a press conference next week, which will probably be about the same time you're hearing this uh, podcast in New York City, which I probably could get into if I pulled some strings I haven't been invited but I I'm thinking there's a few avenues I could go to probably get into the press conference which is gonna be again in New York City at the one of the museums uptown and then I guess they're gonna debut the film DVD uh, on on the big screen downtown uh, it might be a little difficult because I, I I work a full-time job now where I'm kind of Expected to be in the office, you know, eight nine hours a day, sometimes ten, depending on how busy we are. So it's it's a little harder at this current stage of my life to run out to do fun stuff or to do talking metal stuff or to just uh, go goof off. But I would love to somehow get into the press conference. However, I did watch the press conference they gave in england and found a few things interesting um i don't think there was any like notes that were handed out to the press before these people went into this press conference saying stuff like don't ask this question or don't ask that question uh there are a lot of people who will do interviews we were talking about this on the talking metal forums recently like slash for example and his publicist just blatantly tells you don't ask me questions don't ask slash questions about axel now people do it anyways um but he basically he doesn't want to talk about guns and roses you know because that's all people want to talk to him about no one cares about miles kennedy you know they all want to talk about guns and roses i don't even think people care about scott Wayland, quite frankly i mean you know everybody wants to know about G and and Axel and this stuff and quite frankly Slash is probably sick of it so so they they make the journalists say okay we won't ask them about that. Oh, many times the guys go ahead and ask them about that anyways. You know when we had Vinnie Paul on he's been on I think twice he's been on the show twice yeah he uh, his publicist said to us at, at the time he was on don't ask him about Pantera don't ask him about Phil and we we didn't you know we we were just honored he was coming on so we spoke to him about other stuff you know so and i know when we did that vinnie paul interview people were like oh you don't even ask him about this or that or Pintera or this people were pissed off well i'm sure you can find other other journalists that do ask him about that and that's just not how we generally roll here on talking metal you guys know that but where I'm going with this is, is I found I found the Led Zeppelin press conference interesting because I do not think there was any like disclaimer or any uh, conditions set upon. Probably disclaimer isn't the right word. Any conditions set upon the press before they went into this press conference with Zeppelin? I think they probably could ask any questions they want. Because if there were conditions uh, set upon them, like don't ask this question or that question, that probably would have leaked. I mean, we're talking about Led Zeppelin, one of the biggest rock bands of all time. And of course, uh, what, what was interesting is somebody asked, there was a few questions, and the Led Zeppelin just basically avoided them. One Well, the first question that I found very interesting that they totally, totally did not get into, and there was a weird vibe I felt among the three on the stage. I mean, you have to look back at the history. Uh, You know, John Paul Jones not not being included in the page plant thing back in the 90s. You know, um, the rumors that they actually wanted this Led Zeppelin thing the 2007 concert to spin off into a tour and that, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars were offered for, for this Led Zeppelin tour that never materialized. Uh, and anyways, that gets me to, to one of the reporters who asked a question. He said, let me ask you a question. Um, and he went into talking about if the band would be into doing this again would they be into playing more shows i can't remember basically what he said but it wasn't like why didn't you guys do a tour it wasn't like that the way the guy phrased it was like you know you you looked like you were having fun up there why not more shows why why not do more and the, the i mean the stage just looked the stage with the three guys sitting there led zeppelin guys looked just a kind of iced over, and it was just weird, man. And, and it, it, it kind of supported the, these rumors that have been going around that they really did want to, at least Paige and John Paul Jones did want to do a tour. And basically, Plant doesn't say anything, and finally kind of Jimmy comes, comes back and answers the question with a question saying, let me ask you something to the crowd. Uh, And let me see. I wrote down what he wrote here. He says. He goes, let me ask you something. Have you seen the film? Did you enjoy it? And, you know, some people clap. He goes, then we've done our job. Kind of like. Like, okay, you have the film. Don't ask for anything more, which is odd because, you know, I mean, even Roger Daltrey from The Who has said, I mean, what a what a in some ways, a waste of talent page has, has, has been just one of the greatest, really. I mean, I, I mean, you know, I know there's a lot of metal guys out there who I used to get in arguments with who would be like, well, you can't play fast. You can't do this. Listen, the guy is a freaking artist. The guy is so was so great in his prime. And maybe we'll hear in this DVD, this 2007 concert that's about to be released, that, that in 2007 he was still great. I suspect we will hear that maybe he wasn't as good as he used to be, but he was still damn good. And I, I, you know, spent... I'm just disappointed that they they didn't do the tour. And people have said, oh, you know, wouldn't be as good as, as, you know, you'd think it'd be. And I go back to, you know, when the first time Sabbath did an official tour, you know, with Bill Ward. I was definitely disappointed in Bill Ward's playing, to be honest. You know, Peter Chris. I mean, this is something Victor Ruiz goes into uh, a little bit on his two-part special on the Revenge album that, you know, he has a guy named Mitch on with him, and they talk about Revenge and Kiss. It's a great listen, by the way, Mars Attacks, episode 66 and 67. If you're a Kiss fan, check it out. You know, talking about how Peter just couldn't really play as well as he used to. And... And how the band in some ways sound much better with Eric Singer. Uh, not in some ways. Listen, they sound better with Eric Singer. And, uh, you know, it, it's interesting. And, and you talk about Led Zeppelin and it's like, well, well, maybe it's better left as we remember it or as we want to remember it. You know, a lot of times the memories are, be- are actually better than the real thing. I mean, that's just how our minds work. And maybe that's the case with Zeppelin. But I don't know. There's the other part of me that, that you know, Zeppelin were this band from the 70s. And I, I didn't get into them until John Bonham died when I was probably in fifth, fourth or fifth grade. And everybody was talking about the drummer of Led Zeppelin had died. And that's kind of when I started getting into them. I was into Kiss. was starting to listen to a little ACDC. It was the same, you know, not... not I mean, the death of Bon Scott and John Bonham must have been pretty close together. At least that's kind of the way I remember it. But, um, you know, and and uh, Zeppelin remained just legendary and, and mystical almost through the 80s. I mean, people just wanted the reunion so bad. I mean, the one thing about the classic rock of the, of the 70s you know, you you hear, oh, well, metal came in and, and new wave came in in the 80s and all this other stuff, you know, was popular. Hip hop started getting born. But classic rock from the 70s was almost just as big in the 80s as it was in the 70s, especially when you got outside of Los Angeles and you got outside of New York. And and you know I I grew up in the '80s really listening to a lot of that classic rock from the '70s, and and you know back in the '80s we didn't call Led Zeppelin classic rock. I mean some people called them heavy metal. You know in the in the '80s and and they the three bands again that have, were are responsible for the birth of metal. I mean and and this is really an unfair statement, but because there's so many other artists and, and, and people that, that contributed. But I mean, I, I really think Led Zeppelin, Deep Purple, and of course, Black Sabbath were the first three heavy metal bands. Now, the thing about Deep Purple and Led Zeppelin is they weren't heavy metal all the way through. You know, they played country, they played blues, they had soul elements, even funk at times with Zeppelin, especially and and Purple later in, in, in their, their career. Um, but, and whereas Sabbath was kind of like, from the get go, for the most part, heavy metal from start to finish, if you will. That's not to say that a song like Achilles Last Stand by Zeppelin wasn't heavy metal. That's not to say that you know Whole Lot of Love wasn't heavy metal. And I know there's there's some idiot out there right now going, "No, that's not heavy metal. Heavy metal is As I Lay Dying or something." Dude, you have no clue. But yeah, I'm kind of just rolling here with no notes doing the Led Zeppelin thing. But, but Led Zeppelin, I, I feel that Robert Plant has been the one that has stifled any sort of reunion. And I feel like there's been numerous times through the years where there were reunions being talked about. And I, in some ways, wonder if Jimmy Page hasn't spent most of his life waiting for that reunion. And I mean, he's in his 70s now. Maybe he's about 70. I'm not sure. He he actually still looks pretty good. I was wondering, looking at him in the press conferences, maybe he's had a little work done. I don't know. Plant looks like he definitely hasn't. John Paul Jones looks strikingly good, too, for really what I'd call an elderly man, you know. Um, Yeah, so it's a shame, man. I would love to sit down with Jason Bonham and, and hear inside scoop about it but i do feel like you know say what you want about them you know there is something to be said to letting the memories live as 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 they were but if that were the case then why do this 2007 dvd release i'm sure it's good i mean they've had five years to tweak the mix and Maybe even tweak some vocals here and there and tweak some guitar notes here and there. I'm not saying they've done that. I have no proof of that. But, you know, most live albums, they do do that. Even live TV shows. I mean, fuck, when I worked at VH1, uh, my friend directed Hard Rock Live on VH1 back in the 90s. Motley Crue did it. I think it was during the Tommy Lee-less years when Randy was playing drums. But I swear to you, Vince Neil came in to Sony Studios after they had recorded it, like a few weeks after, redid all his vocal parts. not just talking about a few lines here and there. He redid the whole fucking show. He resang it and, you know, did numerous takes on each line until it sounded like it was okay. He didn't go overboard. I know other artists that have done this too. Uh, I won't... I, I, I could tell you stories. One about a big artist with the initials OO who's done some crazy stuff, but uh, not even going to go into that. Sworn to secrecy on that one. But, uh yeah. Well, and Mariah Carey used to come in, too, to VH1. She would do these live shows that, you know, were, supposedly live going down to tape but they weren't you know she'd come in and she'd re-sing lines and stuff too so anytime you see some stupid live concert on tv i don't care if it's a heavy metal band or it's uh you know uh, mariah carey there's a good chance stuff has been tweaked and redone that's why when you do see that these people play on SNL, usually that is 100% live, but still not always because I've, like I've said, I've seen some artists who claim that they're doing a live version of something when indeed it's not. But So what I'm saying is the, the, it's very possible that Led Zeppelin have tweaked this this 2007 concert and fixed it up and made it nice for the DVD release. But I suspect that There's only so much you can do with that. And I suspect that they probably did sound pretty good live in 2007. So that's where I am. I'm, I'm a guy who I waited, you know, more than like a good portion of my life, you know, three, since I was 10, 11 years old for this band to get back together. And it's just, it's never happened. And, and I mean, it's happened a few points here and there in history, you know, live aid and, And at the Atlantic Records, whatever, 30th anniversary or whatever it was. thirty, And, you know, again, recently in 2007, if you call five years ago recently. But uh, if you have a chance and you are a Zeppelin fan, definitely check out the press conference. Because I think it speaks volumes about where these guys stand. And, And the guy who asked the question, you know, as far as a reunion goes. And the guy who asked the question... About doing more shows, he got a, a a real weird, bizarre answer. And somebody else asks how much money was offered for them to do the tour, and they don't they don't answer that either. But Robert Plant, as much as as he's you know annoyed me by not by by what I suspect is preventing any t- sort of Led Zeppelin reunion, of course three-fourths of Led Zeppelin as far as a tour goes I think he's prevented that but um, one thing I will say that I admire him a lot for is he's continued to pretty much constantly put out new music just over and over again And, and maybe that's one of the reasons he refuses to do the Led Zeppelin thing maybe it's just because he's smarter than than I am and he thinks that that doing a Led Zeppelin tour would somehow tarnish their legacy. And maybe that that's may so maybe he maybe he is the smart one. But I will say the guy, far more than the other two guys, pay especially Paige, you know, it's like it's like uh Plant has just always has some sort of new record out, whether it's with, you know, Alison Krauss, is that her name? I don't know, the country singer, or whether it's with you know, this band or that band or his solo records. And, and, and I enjoy a lot of the stuff he's done solo, but still, you know, I would have loved to have seen Led Zeppelin in concert. And I realize it wouldn't have been the real Led Zeppelin because John Bonham wouldn't have been a part of it, but I, I would have loved to have seen those guys get up on stage and, and rock out the old tracks. And I will buy the DVD and I will go see Jason Bonham when he comes through town. Like I said, and I'm actually going to be speaking to him. I don't know if it means an interview just yet, but I will definitely be speaking with him. And that's that. Led Zeppelin, man. Led Zeppelin. One of my favorite bands of all time, if you haven't, if you haven't guessed. So hope you guys are doing well, and thanks for joining me on Talking Metal.